you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Hulk or Superman? Hulk, because he just, he's green. What is kryptonite? You bring that green. Could <laughs> <laughs> he just grab the Hulk and fly up into outer space and then it'd be over? David Carr no, gets it. That's it. exactly he what I I know, but he can't die. David. Football. Football David. The Dave Damashek Football Program, available on Apple Podcasts and at NFL.com slash DDFP. Now here's your host, Dave Damashek. True, the Hulk can't die, but Bruce Banner can die. And when he's floating out there in cold space, he's going to just, he's not going to be angry. And then he'll relax and then he'll turn into Bruce Banner. And then the properties of, uh, no oxygen that exists out in deep space will kill him, and that will be that. Hi and hello, and welcome to the Dave Damashek <laughs> football program. I hope all's well wherever you are. I know it is because pro football is now one day closer than it uh, than it was yesterday. Oh, it's kicking off now. We're inside of a fortnight of uh, football. College football gets going even earlier than that. Here to kibitz about it with us. Let's go around the wheel here. We are chock full in Studio 66, starting off with the digital wall of famers here in <laughs> one of now that we a bounty of uh, a wall of famers have been added now to, uh, to I mean, it's, a, it's some honor for yeah. an accomplished pro football player. Number 89 from the Green Bay Packers and the Oakland Raiders yes, and sir. soon to be a hall of famer at San Jose State. <laughs> yes, sir. It's James Jones. What's, What's the poop, on? fella? Man, you know, I'm just hanging, living the dream. That's oh, look, now all of a sudden, look. Golden oh, State Warriors cap. It's just cap. a hat, man. It just went with, I just seen it. It went with the outfit today. I just threw it on. Man. So you're not a fan, then? Uh, no, I'm a Sixers fan. You're but, a Sixers yeah. guy. How'd that happen? Man, I grew up in the Bay Area, born and raised, when, you know, Warriors tickets was $10 to sit on the court. So, you know. <laughs> It wasn't that good, so I didn't grow up. And my dad was always a big Sixers fan, man, Dr. J, and I grew up AI, so 
76er. Moses Malone. Yeah. Pretty yeah, good now, Bobby too. Jones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah pretty this, good team now. Renaissance for you. Next up, seated to my immediate left, you hear him talking about Dodgers. You watch him talking about Dodgers. You hear him talking about the NFL on, uh, on Sirius Radio and here at NFL Media, host of Total Access, perhaps the finest edition or one of the most compelling <laughs> editions each week in football season, the Monday night post-game edition of Total Access. It's Cole Wright. What's the poop, hey, fella? Thank you, brother. Glad to be here. I feel like I'm one of the characters from in Living Color back in the day from Hey Mon. I try to have as many jobs as possible, Mon. I'm I just didn't the butcher, the baker, the candlestick maker when I was your age, Dave. I thought you were then insinuating that I would be Jim Carrey if if this is an episode of In Living Color, right? He's one of the best. I'd say a win play show, maybe at least a place Ooh, when, I when it comes to In, in Living Color going, cast members. Cole and, I were, Cole and I were doing win play show, all-time best uh, Saturday Night Live uh, personalities. But, ooh, an In Living Color one would also be very good. But we don't have time for that we now. We don't. Next up, let's say hello to another digital wall of famer. He wore the number 55 mm-hmm. at USC. He toiled, I think, uh, for a little while for the New England Patriots, and he is a Cleveland Browns legend. <laughs> Back for the second time in two episodes this week, it's Willie McGinnis. What's happening, fella? I'm chilling, man. I see you still got that Browns jersey up there. You what do you mean? You didn't tweak it. I told you, it's up there for the rest of time. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Tweak three, it? Three what years, am I going to tweak it? Three years for the Browns and 12 with the Patriots. Whatever, the man. Jersey. All right, either All way, right. you're welcome. You got it. Hey, let's... Uh, I'm on the wall. <laughs> before we talk pro football, and, and, you know, I already said that pro football is near, and uh, is there any better evidence of that fact than look what I have here in Studio 66 right now. I know Willie McGinnis recognizes this. Oh. It's the literal 10-foot pole. We'll get to that. Everybody shoots their mouth off when it's a figurative 10-foot pole, what they will and won't touch. We go one extra mile here, and we got we have the the literal ten foot pole. We'll get into that in just a little bit. Other football related matters, but real quick, here's another thing Cole Wright just mentioned to me. Back from Las Vegas, his virgin run out to Sin City, if you can believe that. A man of his advanced age just uh, just now getting out wow. to Vegas. There, I start with you, James Jones. Yeah. If you can go anywhere for mm. a fun weekend in these United States. What's the place to go? What type of fun am I trying to have now? I mean, I don't, <laughs> let's say grown up fun. Okay, um, grown up fun. You're not taking. You're not taking the kids. This is you and some fellas are going out for oh, a good it's time Viva. weekend. It's Viva Las Vegas for sure. Vegas number yes, one. Absolutely, no other place. Okay, McGinnis. You get everything you want there. Yeah, Vegas, Miami, <laughs> New York. Okay, well, those are three choices, yes. and I think you're <laughs> You said fun. Where my, are you going, Willie? My, 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 phone, my fun's going to last a little bit longer, so I'm going to go, go, hit three I'm spots. I'm going on a worldwide tour. <laughs> I always go to Vegas, though. I'm, I mean, I, you know, like, so Vegas is Miami, like a second yeah, home. Miami. I don't want to be New York. New York. New York is very Manhattan. interesting. Yeah, Where do you New hang York. out in New York? You can't just say all. You can't claim all of Manhattan. Well, no, it just depends on New York. They kind of go out during the week, not the weekend. So it's a little True. different. So it depends on, you know, the the day of the week, but. They don't come out but until Vegas, midnight. Yeah, Vegas, you that got everything. True. No, you got the pools, you got the nightlife. You, you do. You got everything. You do. Man. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that's the second to, home. Yeah, I can't, I can't pass pick on that. One. So then now you got to go to Miami because yeah. you're going to kind of get the same feel. I've never you know been to saying? South Beach, and so that's a major – uh, it's hard for me to really weigh in here. Yeah. But the one that – my number one, if you're going out, whatever, if you're in your 20s or 30s and you're a felon, you're going out for a bachelor party, let's say, I say skip Vegas 
and instead go to NOLA. New Orleans is where it's at. It's, New Orleans has everything you just described, yes. but right. the food is way and you, better. And you can right. walk everywhere, right? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the NOLA. Yeah. That's my number drive. one. And, and when you walk, it's not like you're walking to see a whole bunch of other hotels that look almost identical <laughs> to the hotel that you just left. You're going to see some culture, someone uh, painting man. on the street, you know, someone playing the bucket But you know drums. what? I think it's better when there's an event in New Orleans versus just going yeah. out there. Yeah. It has to be yeah. a Super Bowl or yeah. a There's always an event, though. Or yeah. something, right. But yeah. if you just go out there for like a week and there's yeah. nothing happening, it's, it's cool yeah. to go, but right. it's not like, it's not festive. It's not lively. Yeah, Vegas is lit like the little kids say, lit 24-7. Mm. We've kind of talked to you guys about this a little bit, but will it won't make a difference for an NFL player as much as it would, say, uh, any of the other three big sports where you get to stay in a city a little bit and get a night or maybe a night after a game or something. In the NFL, it doesn't matter when you go on road trips. It's not like, oh, good, Vegas. This is going to be a good time for no, us. No, it matters. You do? You get yeah. to enjoy the city a little yeah, bit? Yeah, it matters. Oh, you when do? people go to Miami, like yeah. that's a, you know, that's why teams lose in Miami. That's a good <laughs> Well, that's that a, is true about the 85 a, Bears. That's, that's a the, good time. Yeah. I mean, people, you know, think about it now. I don't know. I don't think they'll keep the teams in the city, like on the strip. Oh, they can't. They can't. It's just no, – They can't. I mean, no. it's it, like you said, it's accessible to a lot of places yeah. to go eat dinner and do mm-hmm. all that. But, I mean, geez. Yeah, they can't. They, they got to stay out by Red Rock or yeah, somewhere gotta, out the way. They got to live out. <laughs> they better, <laughs> damn. They better, off, they, better, <laughs> they better off living in Arizona. They're going to be at the Grand Canyon yeah. Resort. <laughs> I like no, the Willie yeah. no, West, West Pacific West uh, yeah. <laughs> resorts in mind for you. No. Um, all right. Let's talk about uh, – well, uh, you know what? Let's start here, and then we're going to take out the 10-foot pole here, and we'll see uh, see how you guys come down on some big issues as uh, as we await 2018's kickoff. Who is – I'm in with the Detroit Lions. I'm not talking about one that is like sort, kind of sort of a, a sleeper. I'm talking about one that nobody's talking about. The Detroit Lions is my choice. The sleeper for 2018. Willie McGinnis, I start with you. Sleeper. The one no one's talking about that come late December is going to be like, hey, at minimum, ooh, if they win a game here or that team loses, they're going to get to January. Wow. Everybody's talking about the Browns right Good now. Good question. Yeah, everybody's talking about the Browns. Um, come back to me. Go to Cole. Okay. Let me think. I appreciate. I appreciate the. I want to uh, put some earnest, real thought right, into this. Right, I appreciate this. that. Um, I know exactly who I'm going with. I, I know I'm who Cole with. Wright's going with. Go I ahead. I think you do. Don't tell me. I'm going to take you to another Don't place. Don't take mine, Cole. Take you to another land. We're going to Tennessee. Tennessee. Ooh. Tennessee. I like Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah. Interesting. A down if, year if for Mariota. If Houston slips up, I don't think Indy needs to slip up because they're going to be in fourth place when it's all said and done with anyways. Agree. I think that that's the team you might keep I an eye on. I've talked with a few people who are concerned about the Titans' depth. That seems yeah. to be the big concern. I said Chargers, but that's not a sleeper. That's not a sleeper. That does not count as a sleeper. I wanted to say Seattle, but that's not one a sleeper, of my favorites. It's funny that oh, okay. you just did the Colts like that because that's who I'm taking. I, You know what? And, okay, I'm taking, well. and I'm taking the Colts with Andrew Luck. I think when this thing is all said and done, we're going to be sitting here in week 14, 15 like, dang. The Colts mess around and win this game. Houston lose. Jackson. That's exactly. They might mess around and be in the playoffs. I don't know about that. Andrew Luck, so Indianapolis. They're not Colts. a good hey, team. All that's around. why. It's a with luck, with <laughs> luck, they're not a good team. A lot of these sleepers, we say. Here's a good sleeper. Here's one I'll take. I'll take Real San Francisco. Okay, I'm gonna because allow it. Is that some a sleeper? Some Jimmy yeah, everybody been praising the Niners already. Nah, they've been praising one quarterback. But I'm looking at the team, not one player. As a team, you got to be better than that. A healthy, a healthy 
Andrew Luck. I still don't think they're a good Watch team. Watch what happens. Yeah, I've been breaking them down a lot, man. They still got trouble on the O line. They still got a lot happens, of issues. Man. Here's the we can bet dinner on that sleep, one. You, yeah. you, Willie, are uh, <laughs> no way obviously get close to you know plenty about defense. Tennessee, you and me. Tennessee. We can't let him just slide Tennessee. with the Tennessee. I'm coming back terrible. to Is that a sleeper too? That's not a sleeper. Better than Twenty-seven. Andy gonna sweep Tennessee. Come on, man. I don't know. I bet that they don't. Dinner. Dinner. In the cafeteria. This is in the green room on Monday night. I want mine. It's all I want mine off campus. <laughs> okay. I'm taking that bet too. I didn't, you know what? Willie points it out. That's right. This is uh, they did. Titans do feel like a sleeper, but uh, I'll, I'll remind you, they, made, they, they won the, a game. They, they won, they won hey, in Kansas City. They, they fired won their the, coach. Okay. I, that, I mean, come on now. I'll allow. So. It. I'll allow it, but that is yeah, a little. It's a playoff team, team, bro. And by the way, you gave. It's a playoff goals. team. They're not a sleeper. Hey. <laughs> I think the only one. I think the only one who really understood the spirit of this uh, of this game we played here was James Jones, Come on, man. because no one is talking about the Colts. Nobody. People are hi- hip. On it's G- a reason on why. G. Well, people are hip sleeper. on Jimmy G. It's a reason why. Sleeper. You know why I like the Lions? Because Matt Stafford's better than Jimmy G. I lo- and by the way, they're going to be able to run for the first time ever. G- uh, uh, Matt Stafford's going to have an actual running game behind him. I like the left side of that line. I think they're going to be able to. Are they a sleeper you. though? And yeah. Luck is better than Jimmy G too. I, I agree with yeah, that too. Absolutely, Who? I agree you better with agree. Andrew, Andrew Luck. Luck well, let's let's G. see him in a Jimmy, real game. D- does Jimmy G have the potential to go higher? Yeah, because that's where because that's where Luck is. No, no. I don't know. But by the way, though, I think Luck. Did you see his stats before he got hurt when he was 11 and 5? Not not to take anything away from him, he did get hurt, and he does turn the ball over a little more than you would like him to. And he does have to throw the ball an awful lot because they're behind all the time and they don't have a running game. Jimmy G turns the ball over a lot, too. It's small sample stats. size. Don't you yeah, dare denigrate that. Jimmy G. He's never lost in pro yeah, football. I hear That's what you're saying. <laughs> what happens once, a, once the myth of, the, of Jimmy G is undefeated? And the, well, he's going to lose Why are you game. guys focusing on one player? Yeah. I thought we said team. team. I, uh, you yes. know what? Because here's uh, uh, in response to that, I am a pedigree snob, as we've established here. I like first-round draft picks because <laughs> at minimum you know that physically they've got what it takes to make it in the pros. Now, whether or not the mental makeup is there is another matter, like we talked about earlier in the week, Willie. Um, and it was a great conversation with you and David Carr. And I encourage you, Nate Demand, you go back and listen to that one. But I love what they've done, what Lynch has done with bringing in defensive players. But what I've also, in talking to uh, people smarter than I, have pointed out, none of those guys, with the exception of Reuben Foster, is really a splash player. And in 21st century defense... You're talking about even, that this year's draft? Yeah. Or the or guys they've been bringing in? Because I've been looking at guys like DeForest Buckner, yeah. who's a beast, who needs somebody around them so they bring guys in like that to try to help out now you've been on the job for one year you're not going to be able to grab everybody in one draft Solomon Thomas is going to be a player we hope you know like so there's players that they're trying to bring in but you got to do it through free agency you got to do it through the draft and you got to do it through a, a core group of guys you already have there that you believe in Cleveland Next tried to do it through the draft. Dave. All right, but I will I, I will say, but are any of those guys, to my point, it's not about just smothering your offensive foe in the 21st century. It's about making just a few plays, turning the offense over. When they got a there. quarterback, how many games did they win in a row? Who? South Fran. <laughs> he said, ooh, no. Just real quick. 
How many games did they win? All of a sudden, when they got a quarterback, who? when they finally got a quarterback All right. in there. Uh, listen, I like the defensive pieces uh. as well. My only issue with you, Willie, is I don't know if they count as a sleeper. And James shares my cynicism there. Now the one they're you, not a playoff team. The one you snuck in, Cole, that was more compelling. The playoff is, team. Let's stay in the NFC West. You said the Seattle Seahawks. That team is definitely a sleeper. That team is yeah. definitely yeah. one of the worst rosters in the NFL yeah. right now. They just so happen to have a, a, a great quarterback. Yeah. But outside of that, what are you getting excited about there in Seattle? You think that might be a team that's making a playoff push? they could lose. They're one of their best defenders. Yeah, that's true. I would expect they would. And, in fact, let's uh, move on to that right now. Tremendous Where will – yes, well done, McGinnis. Unbelievable. Where will Earl Thomas be playing or will he be playing at all in week one? There's some big-name guys sitting out there right now. I think they get the deal done. I think they have to. Oh, he goes – oh, really? To to Dallas. No, I think they pay him. If not – I know Pete really wants him there. And I know – his whole thing about sitting out is about he wants to get paid, and if not, go to Dallas. So, I think they have to pay him. They can't. They can't lose too many. Too many more good players, man. I I hear you, but if they're a team in transition, the Cowboys. If if you do throw Earl Thomas into that mix, that defense it's not loaded, but they do have pieces. <laughs> yeah, I think their linebacking core is interesting. I all believe of a the trade is going to happen. You do think? Yeah, so, I well. think the trade is going to happen because I mean Pete Carroll. And Snyder are in a whole rebuild. They're throwing everything away, kind of rebuilding this thing fresh, rebuilding it behind Russell. So he's the last one standing, and he's holding out. You know, you got rid of Rich. You got rid of – Who do you have you know, on Bennett. defense, though, outside You don't, of- but, I mean, I'm saying one of these young guys going to have to step up. I mean, you know, obviously they're going to play with a lot of energy because that's what Pete's going to bring. But I think they're going to try to get something for Earl and, and get him out of there. Because I mean, they're in a Bobby rebuild. Wagner, it's not like you're trying happened. to fight to make yeah. the playoffs and you need Earl. That's the piece that's going to push you over the top to get you into the playoffs, you know? So, But it is deluded let, to think that they're going to be making a playoff push, right? They're I mean, going to they're, ask they're, they're for de- so much, though. Yeah. I think it's going to be – As you should. I mean, he a heck of a player. So, yeah. as you should. I mean, you can't just let him walk. So, I mean, I mean, he was a first-rounder. So, you got to give me maybe a first, maybe, a you know, first and a sixth or something. You know where, what I'm saying? Where is first Teddy Bridgewater going to be by week one? Teddy Bridgewater is going to be in Duval. He you really good. think that's going to happen? I'm telling you, man. I – I believe the Jacksonville Jaguars should go get Teddy B. I like, agree that they should, but will they? I hope so. You can't you have a Super Bowl caliber team. And if your quarterback is one of them reasons that's holding you back or not getting you over the hump, if he comes out and he plays bad and he's a Blake Borders we're used to seeing, have Teddy behind mm-hmm. him. Just in case. So, if that does happen, Teddy can come in and you guys can still play and still compete for a championship. That's I a keep banging point. this drum, but the most – a significant week one game that I can recall for two teams that might really dictate the way the, the the next month or more plays out is the Jacksonville Jaguars and Tom Coughlin heading back up to New York mm. to play the Giants. This new look Giants offense against the <clears throat> dominant Jags defense. However way that thing breaks, the losing side is going to get a major overreaction from the yeah. fan base. The offense for the Giants, I don't think, from watching them, I don't think they're ready for that defense yet. I agree. They, they I didn't agree look with like you about they that. didn't look like they was in sync all the way. But I, I agree with Willie just because I mean, and Willie played defense, but. 
the defense always starts ahead of offenses early in the season. Hmm. You know what I mean? So offenses, you know, they got to figure out what they're going to do. We're going to be a running team, what we call it on certain downs. Defense are usually a step ahead. They're able to put installs in a little bit faster, get rolling and all that good stuff. And it's a new offense. Especially when you're talking about a big-time defense who got a lot of special players at a lot of positions. I think the Giants are going to run into a buzzsaw. I, I, I'm with it's you a on new that offense one. Too. Yeah. And, and remember and how good we thought I think that New York offense game, was yeah. going to be last year. That's yeah. exactly I thought right. they were going to be off the chart. Do I mean, people just forget what happened a year ago? It's weird how often three and people 13. just repeat the same. This is the, it almost yeah. sounds like that this did is the only the thing. This is the only thing that gives me a little hope about this first game, the Giants' offense. It's unscouted look. So Jacksonville really doesn't mm. have nothing to watch on film. Like, I mean, you could go back and watch Minnesota all you want, what he did last year. But it's new players, new quarterback, new everything over here. So that's the only thing that gives me a little hope because Jacksonville's coming mm. in. They got to play they seem They don't know what you're going to get yet. Oh, Jalen V. Odell? Yeah. Ooh, that's a good and one. And everybody man. after Jacksonville plays will ha- kind of see how the, the offense for the Giants is going to play out. James and Willie, you guys have both been on teams that uh, are stronger on one side of the ball versus the other. How uh, how, how does that go? If you're, uh, if you're a member of the Jags defense with this all-world yeah. defense there – there, I, I do happen to think in 2018 that Blake Bortles has a chance to be sneaky, decent, and I think Leonard Fournette is, you know, he wasn't right for most of the year and still had a very good rookie season. I think he's going to really break out in year two. But either way, given what we know right now, it seems like I could hear the Jags in that locker room right now like, oh, Blake Bortles better not screw this up. Yeah. Does that happen? Does the offense sit around? Did Green Bay, did you and Rodgers and company ever sit around and go like, man, imagine if we had a defense already? No, because we had ballers over there. We did have ballers over there. And, like, our, our defense's stats weren't, like, good. Like, they'll give up a lot of yards and here and there. But – Charles Woodson and Al Harris and Nick Cotton, they were getting a bunch of turnovers, you know. But when you looked on paper, you seen, oh, they last in yards and last in stuff. That's why I don't look at that total all-around People don't understand. They were getting turnovers, getting us the ball back, and we was putting up a lot of points. So if we're putting up a lot of points and they're getting turnovers, yeah, eventually teams got to throw the ball to keep up. They're going to have a bunch of yards. And you guys didn't give up a lot of points. But I do think it's different when you're strictly just talking to quarterbacks. See, it's hard to go and say the whole defense ain't playing but Jacksonville can pinpoint and say dang we got pretty good wide receivers we got a very good run game I mean if our quarterback just could play so now it's all on one person when the defense is sitting over there and does that happen the, are, are, are those Jags sitting around now where they happened when in? I was in Cleveland <laughs> is that true yeah it happened when I was in Cleveland who was your guy well, was it, uh, well, until Derek Anderson started to play but then he got injured he made the Pro Bowl that you know one year he played really well we went 10 and 6 but outside of that, like it was Dorsey, it was Quinn, it was you know it was, it was other guys that just didn't pan out, and so I think we averaged I don't know close to almost eighty plays a game on defense. Yeah, that's on the field. So oh, it was man. like three and out. Here we go. We yeah. didn't sit down. We yeah. come over and as soon as we touch the bench, boom, we right back up. Was player performance on back then? Yeah, that's, okay, how, so that's yeah. how I hit them incentives. I killed, I killed them hey, on the incentives. Player performance. Yeah. I love. I, I mean, you, so it, you've. You've told us before, Willie, that in front of that Super Bowl, and it was not an easy decision, as easy as a lot of people in hindsight portray it, that when Bledsoe in Heinz Field wins that game for you, and that's all we'll say about that game, is uh, then uh, the decision in that uh, week after that is are, we're in the Super Bowl, are we going to go back to the guy who's been our quarterback for years, or are we going to go back to this kid Tom Brady? And he goes Tom Brady, and you've said that everybody outside of Bledsoe in that locker room 
Beckham knew Brady was the right guy. But nevertheless, did you guys feel like well, we have to dominate defensively for us well, to win we, games? Well, we knew early on when Belichick, when, when Bledsoe got, got healthy and, and coach addressed the team, it's like we don't want distractions. We don't want people talking about a quarterback, distra- you know, competition and all this. This is where we're going. We knew – like once Brady came back after the AFC Championship, it was going back to him, hmm. so we wouldn't have that issue. So it wasn't like it was a big, you know, a big locker room talk, or we had, you know, guys in there trying to figure it out. We knew that's the direction they were staying with, and that was it. Like it wasn't. Yeah, but just like there's he, the U.S. He military, to, but he wanted to because that was his last. That was his shot, pretty much, because we lost in '96 to Green Bay. So that was his shot. Like, okay, we're going back to the bowl. This is my chance, you know, for us, Drew. This is my chance to win my, my Super Bowl. I might not be here, but this is my chance. Play great in the AFC Championship. If I start, I think we're going to win it. So he's thinking in his mind, like, this is my opportunity to win my Super Bowl. But This is an unfair question. Would you have won that Super Bowl with Drew Bledsoe? I don't know. You never Take know. Take a guess. Take a guess. <laughs> I mean, what do you think, Cole, Brady right? didn't. Brady didn't have a great performance in that Super no, I know Bowl. He, didn't. he only threw for 120-some yards and, and one touchdown. J.R. Redmond didn't get, his, didn't get out of bounds. Yeah, I mean, Drew could have came out and killed it. He could have came out, this is <laughs> my <laughs> last hurrah, and threw for 400. We don't know. Cole, you know? Right, I'll say you. I think they could have won. Like, like, like Willie said, then like you said, like Tom didn't go out there and, and perform gangbusters. So if, if Drew goes out there and puts up a even – and, and average to just solid performance. I still think that all the pieces of the puzzle were. Guys are motivated. They play it's, a certain that's a big way. Game, but man. is there? Do you get <laughs> into you that? Talk about like like Drew Bledsoe, like he was like a tomato I can. Was, I mean, I think if he goes in there, that cat's yeah. going to go out there and ball no, out, no. man. Drew Bledsoe. Was, I don't like really, to predict games and say what yeah. ifs and what happens. I mean, that yeah. game was close. We could have like we missed the field goal, and they could have went down and lost. We could have lost. Like well, you, well also if uh, if Joey Porter, a number another number fifty five, would have caught that ball that Drew Bledsoe oh threw right into his hands in the flat he would have walked in Steelers onto the Super Bowl anyway love Porter. Let's, let's not do that let's not let, let's no, that's not my guy that. I'm saying I love Porter hey but just like the military uh, you know everybody U.S. military beat the foe but within those ranks there is the there are the Marines the Navy the Air Force and the Army and if movies are to be believed within those fractions those guys fight each other if army guys bump into navy guys they get into fist fights why and they all serve and protect our that's country. right but in the same way doesn't doesn't a defensive unit that is dominating and carrying a, a an offense that's mediocre or, or poor don't you guys get into that like man this stinks what if we had a good offense do you get into I that never kind did. of i never, you never really, did that i never really did that um even in cleveland i i was like just trained not to do that hmm James. Because it's negative, you know? Yeah, I never did that neither. I mean, I think that's kind of how we're built as football players because eventually you're going to make a mistake. Right. <laughs> so you don't want the finger yeah, pointing. You're not, Everybody going to yeah. be like this. You're not walking on water neither, you know what I mean? So just because he going through a bad stint here and there, I mean, shoot, hey. Let's, we go We go out here, we lose together, we win together. That's By the it. way, last thing, uh, we're talking about teams that people are excited about. We heard the Seahawks, we heard the Niners, and yet the Rams are right up there in the top two That's or not three. a surprise, yeah. though. I'm not saying no, it's, it's a surprise, but is the entire thing scuttled if Aaron Donald is not out on the field in week one, and will mm. he be? Let's start with you, James Jones. <laughs> Well, no, you got to start with Willie, man. That's defense. Right? <laughs> okay. I'll right, say this. Willie. I think they're very good because they upgraded the corner positions, which may uh-huh. may allow you to maybe to take a little bit of pressure off the front. Like, like Aaron doesn't have to do as much work when you got really good corners. 
You know what I mean? But when you when you got okay, good one good corner and everybody else is pretty good. Well, three. Sam Shields is there too, right? Yeah. So they're pretty loaded defensively. Yes, they are. And they do have Sue. He's not like you said a tomato can. Yeah. But Aaron Donald is a game changer. Yeah. Like he can dictate. He's the best a defensive football. player in football. He is. But I'm saying when you put a whole bunch of more, a whole bunch of better pieces around him, it makes it a little bit. Yeah, you know, I think I, I, I mean. It's hard to say that they're in trouble with what Willie just said because they got all them corners, but those corners can't cover for five seconds. No. And I don't know where the pass rush is going to come from. You know, Sue came over there because Aaron Donald was right going to mm. be right next to him. You know what I mean? So Rockers, maybe, yeah, maybe Rockers he could get some. Good. Maybe That's he could get some one on one. You know what I mean? And getting there and pressure the quarterback. But without him, I mean, you could pick a guy to double team now. Maybe slow him down that way. So where's the pressure going to come from? Are you going to try to blitz and you know leave some of these you know corners one on ones or linebackers one on ones? How are you going to play? When you guys shut down Aaron corners, Donald's, can you? You can bring the house. You a little can, bit. You but can that's a, a but that's what more. I'm saying. So I mean, it depends because I mean, maybe they came there too. I mean, I know they got traded, but it's like dang. I've heard. Now, we got to come here, and, and and Peters is all world, but he ain't really one of those man-to-man, I'm going to run around with you all game. Right. I mean, he's way better in zone. You know, they're getting pressure on the quarterback, and he's right. a ball hawk. You know I've heard saying? whispers so from people who, know, see who say Aaron Donald will be there, that he understands and the team understands that this thing is going to be resolved. They just paid another tackle. I know. That's that what the thing I'm like, is. It's hard. I mean – it's a tough situation. Hey, football season is here by back. The 10-foot pole, the literal one, is in my hands. For you newbies, James Jones and Cole Wright, I'm going to let you show veteran Willie, McGin- let Willie McGinnis show you the way. Here's what we do. Everybody shoots their mouth off right. about, I wouldn't touch that with a 10-foot pole. But, of course, it's figurative. So there's no courage in saying that. Now we have a literal one here. Let's go. With Aaron Rodgers here, here's the question for all of you. Willie McGinnis, you're first up here. I know what your answer is before I even ask it. Okay. (laughs) Is Aaron Rodgers the most valuable quarterback in the NFL? And here's the measure. Would the Packers lose the most games? but The biggest drop-off, war in baseball, they call it, wins above replacement. Aaron Rodgers, you take him out of the that. mix. Do, do the Packers lose more games than any other team that loses its quarterback? Willie McGinnis, will you touch that statement with a 10-foot pole? No, Aaron Rodgers is the most valuable. Ooh. And now, tell me who. Let me tell you why. I, I think I know where they he's lost, going. They lost a lot of games, and, of course, he changed the whole dynamic of, sure. of, of everything. <clears throat> but they have a talented team. Like, I could pick out a lot of players on that team that's talented. When I go to the Seattle Seahawks – if you take Russell Wilson and eliminate him from that, when I start to look around and says, okay, who else can step up and help on the defense and offense, I can't compile a number of better players on that team versus that team. And, so I and think, who the backup is does matter. And Brett Hundley's not an abject bum, especially with the yeah. reps he got last year. Yeah, but he's not Aaron. I mean, Aaron, yeah. like it's like when Peyton lost, they didn't what they went two games or one game, if yeah. that. So I'm just I'm just looking at it from I'm looking at it from that. Like they have a better team than the Seattle Seahawks. I hear your noise. Yeah. All right, that's a good answer. I think Very that's good. to Very me, good. that's one of the two correct answers here. Cole Wright, you're next. Aaron Rodgers, the most valuable quarterback in terms of win loss. <laughs> you're not touching You're not gonna touch that with a ten foot ball. Not touching it. Okay, I mean, who's your answer? I know, I know Russell Wilson did account for thirty seven of the Seahawks thirty eight touchdowns last year, which is always <laughs> a problem. <laughs> that's not good. Ah. 
but stick, man. I'm going to go down yes, to your favorite y'all. vacation destination. If you are a, a younger man, I'm going to go down to New Orleans. You take Drew Brees, I, you know, Taysom Hill. That's good. No, no disrespect to Taysom Hill, but you put Taysom Hill in as the starting quarterback for that squad. And we they're, haven't they're seen not gonna, it because he hasn't been injured, so we don't know. That's true. But I, mean, I do think I, – you know what? My only argument, and I think Drew Brees is a fine answer at heart, but I do think that the defense is better and they can run the ball, and the Saints have their best years when they can run the ball, and they do have a legit running game. That's true. That's and true. I, I think they could get by, and I don't, I, I don't think they would – Fall off a cliff. I don't think they'd suddenly be six and ten without Brees. But maybe may, you might be right. There's know. some merit. I was going to say hurt. probably a six-win team with All no right. Drew Brees. You're, you're Aaron Rodgers' you're last hope, James Jones. Come on, Aaron Rodgers, the most valuable quarterback. You know, he goes, he knows, yes! yes, absolutely. Because Aaron yes. Rodgers might see going. this. Listen, I was there on the team when Aaron Rodgers broke his collarbone the first time. And we were in that locker room like, hey, don't worry about it. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, are, we got, we got Jordy. We got JJ. We got Donald. We got all these people. We look on the defense. You got Woodson. You got all. We won one game. <laughs> then I look at last year, what happened. It all fell apart. You know what I mean? So, How many games did they win last year? One without them. Is so, that right? Yeah. Oh, I thought I see in my I mind. I think they I only they beat did, Cleveland, oh, right? Oh, I, th- I, I didn't think I they I think they only bad. beat Cleveland. So, so what if all taking Aaron out, out the mix – I mean, it's huge, I hear as you, we those, can see. All yeah. great answers, and yeah. I think Russell Wilson is maybe my favorite of those. Yeah. I'm going Superman, Cam Newton. You take him off the Panthers, he single-handedly steals I don't agree. more games I don't I do agree. Not than agree. anybody. No. All right, let's move on to another one. All right, Cam you, Newton? Keep Cam Newton, that's right. I don't like the cynicism about Cam Newton. <laughs> He's going to the Hall of Fame, by the way. Do we agree I with like that? Cam. Cam, is Cam plays learn. three more years. He's going to the Hall uh, of Fame. Yeah, there will be He's, no on, the, he's on the right talk, track. I don't talk about those things. Yes. Uh, I'm not on that committee. Like I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if his character fits. You know, uh, the Hall of Fame. That's a whole different he talk. Might, don't right. get Willie on that. I don't, don't know if his Willie. attitude fits him in with the rest of the guys. Uh, They're gonna get you the 58 his, long his gold jacket. I love. I love Cam. I love his attitude better. Okay, let's. While we're talking yeah. about all-time greats, let's talk about this one. And this is to me an interesting conversation. We'll go with Willie last here on this mm-hmm. one. As a matter of fact, when people, I, nobody, you know, people like me, schnooks like me, love debates about uh, who's the greatest, who's the best of all time, who's the best of the era, and curmudgeons say, "Oh, that's <laughs> that, that's for nerds." But you know what? Sports lend themselves to these sorts of conversations and I love having them and Brady is an all-time great but is he the greatest of all time here's a major factor with that as far as I'm concerned I assert that if when Tom Brady finally does retire if the following season the Patriots win 11 or 12 games and they barely skip a beat that injures they already did that though right that's exactly right. They've you already know what? done that. The well, biggest Matt, strike, Matt the biggest strike against Tom Brady's legacy as it stands now is not Eli Manning and the Giants. Rather, it's the Matt Castle eleven win year because it indicates from the outside looking in, Bill <coughs> Belichick is the essential item. You can replace Tom Brady and put another quarterback in there and still win games. Ergo, don't you, if you're a Patriots They won person, three out of four without him, too, with Brissett and Garoppolo. That's right. Yeah. If don't you undefeated want, don't Jimmy you, G. If, you, if you're a guy and, and younger people, the, the research indicates that younger fans care more about the individual than they do the team. So if you're a Tom really? Brady guy, if you're, I love Tom Brady, he's my all-time favorite, and you want him to go down as the greatest of all time, don't you then have to root for the season after Brady hangs it up for them to be bad? Because otherwise, it's, oh, well, Belichick would have done that with any number of quarterbacks then, right? 
James Jones, will you touch that with a 10-foot pole? That you want Brady to be bad. You want the Patriots to be bad if you're uh, uh, a Brady guy. You want After he leaves, you want to see if they're bad or they good. Have, they, they, you want them to go seven and nine in the post Brady. But I think when you when you ask the question like that, I think you're taken away from Tom's greatness. You know what I'm saying? Like. Even if they go on to win five more Super Bowls after that, five straight years after Tom retires, it doesn't take away from what Tom did. Tom is still. Oh, he gets to keep his rings and everything. So but it that, does to me, that's not going to. To me, that's not going to justify whether Tom was was a good quarterback or a great quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I kind of do. So I think you got to kind of. I don't know. Reword the question a little bit. I don't know. I don't, Brady I don't, is. I don't, it, I don't it would. Know how, it would appear that Brady has carried some mediocre rosters. Now, the Randy yeah. Moss, Wes Welker era, that was a loaded team. But I, and, They didn't win Super Bowls with them, though. No, they didn't. Yeah. And I feel like right now you can make a pretty good case. Hey, you know why they won those Super Bowls? 12. That's why yeah. they won those Super Bowls. But what, am I, on, yeah, what am I not touching, though? What are, you know what I'm saying? Do like, you agree that, that, that if, that, uh, if the he's Brady, not there – they can still win or they're worse. And that's bad for Tom Brady's team. case as the greatest like quarterback if he's of all not, time. If he's not there, they'll still be so a So you're asking team. me if he's not there, are they going to be as good as – Here's what I know. Here's they're what still I know. good when he leaves <laughs> if right. he's considered the greatest of all time. Then he can't be the greatest quarterback of all time. Like you if they know. Go, he's not the greatest quarterback of all time in my opinion. I agree with you does. about that. <laughs> who's, anyway, your, who's, the greatest, who's your greatest quarterback? The guy who we were just talking about. Aaron Rodgers. He's the best of all time. What about when Joe Montana left the 49ers? They were still good with Steve Young. No, no, I'm just saying. he did as a – Hours. Just like on? just like you not big on numbers and all that type stuff. No, I'm just I'm, saying I'm not I'm not big on numbers neither. To me, Aaron Rodgers completely changed the game. Like when you compare any quarterback coming out of college anywhere, you compare similarities to Aaron Rodgers. How does he throw outside the pocket? Man, that throw was Aaron Rodgers. Like he changed the game. And that's why I truly believe Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback because we really have never seen none like that. Right. Like He's Aaron one Rodgers. of one. That's right. Outside the pocket, inside the pocket, I mean, special dude. Just like for me when they say greatest running back, Emmitt Smith got all the yards in the world. But to me, Barry Sanders is the greatest running back of all times. Barry changed the game. Kids were trying to do what Barry Sanders did. You know but what I'm before, saying? But before you came along, people were saying Jim Brown. And before well, that, Walter, it was Gale Sayers. And before, that's why like we could be up here for an hour, Willie. Like, yeah, I mean, I like to bring these things up. That's why we could be up here for an hour, Willie. Is it? Just talk. Hey, Some just kids now be like Reggie okay. Bush. Yeah, I know. Hey, like out of college, they'd hey. be like, man, Reggie Bush, because they don't they don't know those yeah. other guys. Cole Wright, you just made a good point there. What about Steve Young taking yeah. over for Joe Montana? My response to that is Steve Young is perceived to be one of the top also, 15 quarterbacks yeah. of the Super Bowl era himself. So that's I, a different kind so of standard. I, I can't touch that. If, if the Patriots are still good when, when Tom it Brady's done, Brady. it does not hurt Brady. It doesn't hurt his It will legacy. not hurt Tom Brady. I I mean, look, so. look at what he's done can't. from start I to can't. finish. I don't, yeah. even need to, I don't even need to pick that up. Yeah, because put it, put it like, put it like this. There, there were kids that, that were, were, were in the hospital. In the in the maternity ward, and now when he won his first Super Bowl, and now they're going off to college. Just put that in perspective. I, I mean, that's unbelievable. That is a Kids legitimate. That were just being born. That's a fine when he won point. his first one. I'm just saying, no matter what suits. happens after you, it never is going to take away from. And what let me you just say this: like you know I'm when I came in, the quarterbacks in our division along was Marino, Hall of Famer, Jim Kelly, Hall of Famer, Peyton Manning, Hall of Famer. You know what I mean? So I played against all the great quarterbacks. So when you say like the greatest, <laughs> Brian Horry, when you start the greatest and all those like, yeah. 
That's a what that do you base it off? That sets every, up that everybody sets up has their own quick. opinion. Okay. Cole Wright, there's Brian Hoyer, so it's been a big swing. Now Tom Brady, I think people would, uh, I, I think like two thirds. He won't would, be the he he wouldn't be the guy though. I know, but two thirds of America will agree Tom Brady's now the best quarterback in the AFC East, right? Not Absolutely. Ryan Tannehill or <laughs> Sam Darnold or anybody. I'm not, no, no. If here's the question, we we, we asked Willie this already, is. real quick. Cole Wright, <laughs> Brian if Brian Hoyer were the Hoyer, starting Hoyer. quarterback in Week One uh-huh. for the Patriots and and they had to ride him the whole season, would the Patriots win the division? The AFC East. The AFC East, <laughs> if 2018, would they win it with Brian Hoyer yeah, as their pick quarterback? Pick it up, man. I'm touching it. Yes, I'm touching it. They, still they would win. They still win the division. Poor Dolphins and Jets. They still win the division? <coughs> it's embarrassing. That's a masculine. And no, like, Absolutely I, and no, not, no disrespect man. to Ryan Tannehill, but put it like this. Ryan Tannehill if. had two guys start at quarterback over him in college. This and is, like every every other – and I would go out on a limb to say every other starting quarterback in the NFL yeah. right now never had anybody start over them at quarterback unless name, it was another quarterback, and they never got forced to play another position like that. The name of the game is you would have you to agree? score points to win. With Brian Hoyer at the helm, they are not scoring points, which means somebody else in that division is going to win. They're going to score win. points. They're going to score not points. Not to win games. So it's either going to be the Jets, in my humble opinion, or the Dolphins. The Jets? In my I, oh, what, no. You know what? I was the Jets. It's going it's to be, be one of them three because the Buffalo was a playoff team last year, and they got a very good team. They got in because somebody so, else won I know, but they in, though. Seven. They in, though. Like, let's not, too, you know let's not blow them out but of the water. But they do not win the division if – Tom Brady is not there. It really brings and it Buffalo full circle. Buffalo playoff br- quarterback to Cleveland. If Brian saying. Hoyer won double-digit games. Brian Hoyer is not going to take If he did win double-digit games, though, with, with, no with Bill Belichick, then that erases Tom no Brady's <laughs> legacy. I that break really down does. a division in these quarters. Like, I look at teams. You guys, like, I base it on scheme, team. And when we put our guys and we scheme and go against you, what do you have? What firepower does Miami have? Not a lot. What firepower does the Jets have? Not a lot. Offensively, you could break all those receivers and running backs down. Buffalo. Oh, don't get me not wrong. A lot. The division is so my be thing won is no, no. You said you got. Nine. You said you got to score points. <laughs> so none of those other teams that I look at can score points. But they gonna score. He's been in the system in that system before. Before he definitely understands it. They're not gonna they, ask him to go down and throw. But they're not just playing those teams in the points. division you either, though. They playing. He said win the division. I know, but I'm saying to win the division, but put though, it like this: have a decent record. If if these if the, all the quarterbacks in the division were 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 game pieces in in a board game, and you got to put all of them in a Yahtzee cup and shake them up and roll them on, and if you got Brian Hoyer, I don't think you'd feel that bad. Because the other quarterbacks, there's, there's want, not that I big want, of a difference. I want every you, other quarterback in that division. Over it's him. funny, over David Brian Carr Hoyer. said the opposite. He said he thinks Brian Hoyer David is Carr, 2018. David Carr Crazy. said that from a quarterback's Crazy. perspective. Oh, man. <laughs> I think that's a, I think that's a no, little loony. But, no, no. all right, listen. Uh, my job is great fun. Thanks in uh, in large part. <laughs> Who is the quarterback in Buffalo though? Yet do they we know, know yet? yet? I mean, as I always say, unless you, unless <laughs> management, unless the head coach on up, can can really say to themselves, you know what? I could see if things they go, might break as well go right. Go with the rookie and just let it That's go. That's right. Why unless not? unless it's you not can like say, you nice. it's not like you got a proven think, starter in front right. of him. Let if the you kid can play say, and go through his ups and downs and come in next year and be better. Unless yeah. you think that the season ends maybe with Nate Peterman or AJ McCarron holding up the Lombardi Trophy, then why would you yes. not start Josh Allen? You used a first round pick on him for a reason. Well, I'm just saying, even if you just got a guy that's made some plays in the league. 
consistently. Like Tyrod Taylor's a starter because Tyrod 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 Taylor's a starter because he's made some plays consistently. So Baker, sit back and watch for a little bit because this guy has showed mm-hmm. us that he could play some good football. Yeah. Sam Bradford, yeah, he got the injury bug, but he showed us when he's in there he could play some good football. So I agree Rose with that and just one too. sit behind. There's nobody There's in no Buffalo. Need. I I. That is, I actually disagree. I do think they should go with Josh Rosen in Arizona. I can make. I, I get oh, the case. When you got a healthy oh, Sam yeah. Bradford for how long? It don't matter when he's in there. Sam is the guy. He's all right when he's healthy. I'm when he's telling healthy. you, yeah, he is. I mean, that's not just. I know. A, that's like a, that's a gigantic. That's not just a guys, regular size. Willie one. and James, you guys got to get out of here and go do your fancy TV stuff. But oh. I will say this: <laughs> you always hear that thing about, hey, maybe it's good for a quarterback to fall in the draft because he's going to have better pieces around him because the team that he's fallen to presumably is uh, is a little bit better than the teams that are drafting first overall. And in Arizona, you have David Johnson behind you, Larry Fitzgerald, and then the and then the kid with Christian the Kirk. Uh, with with the second round pick. They're going to have a, a decent offense to work with if you're Josh Rosen. You have yeah. some pieces out there. All right, James Jones, great fun. Bradford, Thanks for uh, coming in, <laughs> yeah. Willie McGinnis. A double dip with Willie McGinnis this week. What a treat! That? It was great that? fun. Oh, now Cole Wright is still here, and that's always fun to kibitz with him. Mm-hmm. Oh wait, did uh, Willie, Willie leave his something? phone? No, this is my phone. Oh, okay. You got your phone in your hand, Willie. All right, here's a, one more thing to wrap it up here, Emma VP. Are we all right, Emma VP, on time? Am I going to get yelled at? You're not going to get yelled at. Right. We're all right on minutes. time? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just didn't. more minutes. Did you lie to me? No, I mean about uh, uh, James and Willie. They got impassioned. That's cool. Yeah. All right. That was cool. It was good. Well, am I going to get in trouble? Good, good we'll podcast. I'll, I'll get in trouble if anything. So Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. Um, okay, here, Cole Wright. Uh, you like to talk about the game of life at least as much as you like to talk about uh, games of sport. Okay. And uh, that uh, is also one of my passions. A, f- a fun thing. Yeah. So let's uh, – actually, you know what we should do? We should do our, uh, our Saturday Night Live win play show. But real quick, it's a National Tooth Fairy Day. Win play show, Cole Wright. Santa Claus, Easter Bunny. These are obviously, mm-hmm. in case you can't. Uh, well, actually, it's not a holiday to say Tooth Fairy. Tooth Fairy is like, you know, that's a, a It's thing. a momentous so occasion. These these fictional, well, I don't know if kids are listening. They're these creatures that come around, sure. you know, on special occasions. Mm-hmm. They're not fictional at all. When, when we were young, our younger Wind days. Win play yeah. show. Well, in case, you know, I don't know. Well, maybe your daughter listens. I don't mm-hmm. know who's going to hear this. All right. You, said you added some other ones, though, in addition to Santa. Santa Claus, Easter Buddy, Tooth Fairy, the leprechaun from St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Cupid. That's not not to be confused with the leprechaun in a tree. Or Remember the one that with leprechaun? the leprechaun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or the Celtics one. Sure. And I, this this leprechaun probably. Well, no, he is probably drinking green beer. Actually, I was going to say, All right. he isn't. You spent and, some time in Chicago during St. Patrick's Day. Oh, nothing better. Yeah. Nothing better. Uh, really, what a great time that is in Chicago when the, it turns an impossible shade of green. Or uh, I guess you could include Uncle Sam because he comes out around July 4th, right? Or no? I don't know if he counts. I mean, he seems Uncle angry Sam, anyway. Lady Liberty. I guess so they could wagging both fingers be at you interchangeable. Stuff. Yeah, we yeah. don't need Uncle Sam on there. He's no. a, he, seems, he seems angry about something, and I don't know what. Demanding that he needs. We said earlier, we brought up earlier from SNL fame. Hanukkah Harry, but you say not real. Well, not I don't. Real. Yeah, I mean, in I just the wanted world to give John Lovitz a fair shake. I think that's a great call. But among he the just ones, wants to be loved. Is that so wrong? The ones that are embraced <laughs> fully by our society, and uh, I, I think much to our detriment collectively, John Lovitz's uh, Hanukkah Harry not being recognized is a shame. However, let's Ryan Bartlett saw him walking his dog in Venice. Is that true? Oh, I've seen John Lovitz very dis- out and about. Very disheveled one morning. <laughs> he yeah. didn't, did not look like he wanted to take a picture, but he took a picture. Um, so I think I'll go Santa Claus. Claus one. He gets the win. And, and me as a 40-year-old man right now, I'm going to go Tooth Fairy, number two. Because you like the, the loot. 
Yeah, well, you li- and you like the whole bit with your with your little girl and her waking up. You enjoy True. that whole experience. Absolutely. How yeah. much How much does uh, the tooth fairy drop off under her pillow? It's. I've noticed she, there's a ch- the rate changes. It must it have does. something to do with the quality of the child. No, I, I feel like her first one, she got twenty bucks. Twenty bucks for the first, from the just tooth for the first, fairy. Just for the first tooth. Only for the first tooth. What did she do to deserve such uh, such monetary uh, praise I mean, from she, uh, from she the fairy? She made it to four and a half, five years old, and, that's and, and lost that first tooth. I guess that's uh, Emma VP. Have you ever heard of such? Uh, no, such twenty dollars. That's crazy town. That's cuckoo. I, I I don't think I ever, even if you adjusted it for inflation, I don't think I ever made twenty bucks total for all the teeth in my head. No, you never got a dollar bill. I got yeah, I got yeah, I got a dot. Well, how many teeth did I lose? I think I got, I think I got fifty cents or something like that. So I remember it was coins. That's always. a little low. I feel like I used to get like like uh, silver dollars huh. when I was a kid, okay. or maybe I got fifty cent pieces. That's, so maybe tooth, that's what that was. I I remember it was a it was a. But again, you know, I grew up in the fifties, so yeah. you know, right. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> when cars were made two, of steel. What uh, what's what's your show then? Um, Easter Bunny. Easter Bunny. Yeah. It's weird to me still. I no one's ever I my explained wife to me what the point of an of, of what where did who came up with this? Who decided that a rabbit should make an appearance? I don't know. Around I mean, you know, I'm not a religious man, but you know, that who was Hallmark. it that voted? Hallmark. Who voted like, yeah, let's put a bunny into the mix there with Jesus' is uh his big three days. You know, let's mix him into the, the maybe, thing. maybe rabbits were Jesus' favorite animal. Who knows? Ooh. Maybe. You ever think about that, Emma? Is that true? Aren't there, aren't there pictures like with, with Jesus possible. holding a rabbit? Like, is that true? I, I, it could be. I feel like it. I went to Catholic school for two I years. Think you're I feel of like Tom Brady with his goat. I don't I, know. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, there, I've seen some stained Jesus. glass windows with that, Jesus holding a, a, a rabbit. Do you know what? That would be a reasonable. That is a reasonable let's hypothesis. Let's, let's, if, let's see if we can find a picture. If of Jesus you can holding summon a, a single, uh, I, I don't think it would be taken. Well, there wouldn't be a color photograph of it, at least. It would have to be black and white. That was a while ago. Yeah, um, Ted, Ted he, Turner colorized it, though. Oh, he did colorize yeah, he did, he did. it. I'm going to go because I'm going to do it from a, a grown-up uh, POV, and I'm going to go with uh, the leprechaun because he, uh, he has provided me with many good times in my grown-up life. But you know what? You know who's provided even more? Claus. Santa Claus. I don't he's, like how he's abusive to poor Rudolph, as we've covered there. But that aside, Rudolph gets special treatment. No, he doesn't. If anything, don't, it's, no, don't, it's don't Blitzen and Donner and Vixen. It's those guys. Don't we have to stay st- off in the other part of the bar. I'm not going down that rabbit All hole. Right. It's all rabbit hole. How about that? But I'm not. I'm. You, I know you're trying it, to get me to that's take anime. The that's anime. I don't think that really counts. No, that does no, not count. Je- does a not cartoon count Jesus yeah. surrounded by rabbits does not uh, satisfy my high standard. No. Last no. question, then. <laughs> Let's bring it on home with where we started here. Okay. Cole Wright, give it to me. Your win play show, Saturday Night Live uh, personalities. Eddie, not Eddie. not for their deeds, after. not Bill Murray is not on this list because his accomplishments came post-SNL. Eddie Murphy, clearly number one. I agree. I mean, when, when, you, when you are a cast member of the show and they're looking around, hey, who, who's going to host next week? Hey, Eddie. You're going to host. That's when you know it's the beginning of the end, especially with your cast mates. Because they're I, looking at you like, hold on a second. Doesn't he do the same thing that we do and he gets to host this week? And you know what? I he's, love, he's out of there. I've watched all the 70s, and John Belushi is uh, is obviously one of the most uh, Little chocolate donuts. Him. Yeah, he's one of the most hysterical uh, people Belushi goes two for me. of my life. But two, if you look at the bits, if you You're actually watch them, are you dying watching the John Belushi stuff? I love the samurai. is really funny. 
but there was it was more performance art. The the Blues Brothers, as as presented on SNL, physical felt like a it, it, yeah it was it was performance art. The, the movie Blues Brothers was the hardest comedy that you ever Tremendous. saw from those two guys. Tremendous. Anyway, I don't I I love John Belushi, but I don't I, I don't hold him in the my. See, I feel like it just show. has to be done in order to have the correct list because almost you don't every list because every every list that makes that makes sense has Belushi in the top three. All right, you know go ahead. Round it on out. Man, the third one is hard. You know, I think we talked about her uh, just a little bit ago, man. I'm going to have to go with uh, Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson? As, as a sneak. But hold Kenan on. But here's Thompson. why. Here's why the longest tenured member of Saturday Night Live right. and also the youngest member. And to withstand the test of time, it's, he's almost inching into, in, into Brady-esque territory. Right. Like Garrett, we said, there's kids that were just me. being born, and now they're almost on their way to college. Dave Craig played in the NFL for a long time. Doesn't make oh, wow. him one of the all-time greats, for goodness sakes. Yikes. Got a lot of memorable Craig, sketches. I've, a lot I've of memorable it. sketches. I'm going to go with Eddie Murphy, one. Okay. I'm going to go Dana Carvey, two. Chopping broccoli. I'm going to go Will Ferrell, three. I think uh, – that uh, those would be, but Emma VP, I suddenly feel sexist. Go ahead, I know who you're going to put at number one. Lay it on us. I'm here. actually, I'm going to go wig number one. Oh, oh okay. okay. Farrell number two, Faye number three. Okay, I like it. I like mm-hmm. it. Hey, Greg Rosendahl's here. Bring him in real quick. Come in, just come in real. I know, I know, I have to. I'm, I'm trying to get ready for my show. I don't care about your dumb uh, little. Uh, foolish JV effort here. I don't know. Listen, I want to ask you a question here, Greg Rosenthal. We just talked I mean, with... Tina Fey couldn't do sketches, really. That's, that's what true. I just said. That. That's The true. only sketch that's she ever did... Three, she wasn't I even... I mean, that's... It's, she wasn't even on... She, uh, I mean... We uh, got an update in her writing deeds. Comprehensive. I put, I put Lorraine, yeah, New, the Lorraine Newman ahead oh, of... Uh, Lorraine Newman. Jesus. What? Two Lance things Shark. here. Two <laughs> things real quick here with, uh, with our resident uh, Patriots fan here. He's not much fun because he never takes the bait. He never gets angry about anything when you denigrate mm. the Patriots. But let's try it anyway. Go ahead. I'm Greg, not gonna... Greg Rosenthal, take the 10-foot pole, the literal 10-foot yeah. pole. Ready? Yeah. You, as a Brady lover, you think he's the greatest quarterback of all time? Yeah. Okay. If the year after he retires, they don't skip a beat, win double-digit games, go to the playoffs, doesn't that injure the legacy of Tom Brady as the greatest of all time? has nothing to do with it. Nothing. has I'm, nothing to do with it. How does it have nothing to do with it? Because as a thinking human, I can separate <laughs> one individual's play kind of and take it out of what's like the ultimate team sport and understand that many other factors could go into them. In the greatest debate in nature versus nurture, Brady versus Belichick, it will clearly make Belichick more relevant to Patriots' success if they don't skip a beat after Brady retires. I mean, that's a loser's argument. You, why even worry about it? See how he doesn't Let's take enjoy. any bait ever. He doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> never takes any bait. One more thing. Brian Hoyer. For whatever reason, on the eve of the If 28- Brian Hoyer won 12 games, back, then I would maybe get it. That's right. It, okay, it so you. address but, this. But that's not happening. Okay. Tom Brady announces his retirement on the eve of the 2018 season. Does Brian Hoyer lead the Patriots to a division crown? I think they would replace Brian. They would find a way to replace Brian Hoyer based on uh, what I've seen in the preseason and just general. Okay, would they win the division with any quarterback, whoever they bring in at the last minute? In this in that division, I'd I'd take them. All right, then touch it with the ten foot pole. What if they couldn't no, touch it with the ten foot pole? What if they had to play the whole season season with him, the whole season? But you look at all the other like quarterbacks, the like I said. That's fine. I mean, if he wants to, if he wants to try and uh, play games with with my game, that's fine. Fine. So they get Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Josh McCown. They get him. They get they get somebody they like. F- that. I think they, they would, would find a way division. in this division. Yeah. 
It's a bad. Decision. I want you to touch it with a ten foot pole. All right. There you go, fella. There you go. There you go. Well done, Greg like Rosendahl. Hey, he's on a show called Around the NFL. Check that one out when you mm-hmm. get a chance. Meantime, thanks to Cole Wright for, as always, for coming in here. To Willie McGinnis, to James Jones, MOVP behind the glass, and everyone else. We'll talk with you next week, where we'll be what four days even closer. Cool to the kickoff of real football, regular season, NFL 2018, coming at you. Until next week, Greg Rosenthal and everybody else. Mm -hmm. It's been a thin slice of heaven. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.